Hi everyone, Dr. Elizabeth Bonet here. Dr. Liz, welcome to the Hypnotize Me podcast. Before we jump in, please note that the podcast is not mental health treatment, nor should it replace mental health treatment. If you need psychotherapy or hypnotherapy, please seek treatment from a trained professional. I do hypnosis all over the world, so please feel free to contact me through my website, drlizhypnosis.com, D-R-L-I-Z-hypnosis.com. This is the first episode of 2020, and I'm happy to be here. I had a wonderful vacation and holiday season. The Red Hair Teen was home from Italy and was just full of stories. And if you want to hear her, she was just in the last episode, episode 147. But she's back now in Italy, and the new year has started. So every year, I do an episode about goal setting. If you've listened to the podcast for a while, you know that I am huge on goal setting. I really love setting goals. I've done it since I've been very, very young. But the way I've done it has changed over the years, for sure. So I've discovered different ways and by listening to people and by my own explorations. And sometimes it's friends. Sometimes it's something that comes up to me out of my mind, right? But I really feel that it has helped me do everything that I've needed to do in my life, both professionally and personally. So you can go listen to those old episodes if you want. The first one was episode seven. The second was episode 67. And then there was one last year, episode 103, that was more about intentions versus goals. That's a really good episode. And this year, I actually have an interview for you with Brianna Borton. She and her husband, Peter, are the creators of the Dream Book series, the Dream Book Planner. I call it a series because there's several different dream books that they publish one is Rituals for Living, that's undated, another one is dated, some of them are spiral bound, some of them are not, they have a separate book that people can do, I mean, it's all kinds of things that they have, and before I move forward with this, I need to tell you that I did sign up as an affiliate with them because I love the planners so much, I really do. So if you look in the show description, the affiliate link is there as well as on the website. And I can tell you that I've used this planner for several years now, and it has been one of my favorite things to do. I use the unplanned version, which you'll hear in the interview, and I like to write the dates on, and that way it's like I don't feel guilty or like I'm wasting something if I miss a week. But it makes a big difference in my life when I do miss a week. I feel less grounded, and but mainly I use it pretty much every week to not just plan my week, but also to do a little bit of art. I consider it like an art journal as well, because there's so many opportunities to draw and color little mandalas, color symbols that I'm using. It has helped me change habits because it has a habit tracking option that you can use every week. And I color those in in different colors. Now, I also have my weekly to-do list. So sometimes things are in the planner, the bigger projects are in the planner, and then my weekly to-do list 
where it's broken down more is on the side. That's something I've done for a really long time. So I use that separately, but many people use it like integrated. They use it in the planner to do that. And that probably depends on what version you get as well. Now, I'm going to say that in terms of how planners go, it's on the higher side of cost, but they give you an option to purchase the PDF for much less. So personally, I appreciate that they are sensitive to people's budgets and they know like not everybody can afford this one, but they can always do this one if they want. They can print it out and that's a less expensive option. So it's something to keep in mind, but I feel like it's worth every penny. It really helps guide and orient, not just my week, but the year as well. It has like quarterly check-in questions that I find helpful as well, as well as a Facebook group that you can join. And the Facebook group has fantastic ideas. I'm always amazed about how many different ways that people find to use the planner and to personalize it. One of the biggest tips that I could give you is to write down your dreams and your intentions and your goals. I say this every year, and this is a perfect place to write it down. It's really a beautiful book. It feels good in your hands, and it's and it's beautifully designed, and it's a perfect place to do that. And a wonderful aspect of this planner is that they have a dated version and an undated version. So you can actually buy this any time of the year and jump in. I really love that, that I don't feel like I have to like buy one at the beginning of the year every year or else I've missed it or I'm starting late. It doesn't have any of that feeling. If you buy an undated one, you can start it whenever. Brianna says in the interview that it's sort of odd that, you know, our year in the Western world starts when it does. There's the Chinese New Year, there's birthdays that are renewal cycles. There's all kinds of markers in our year where we can set goals for the next one or we can develop dreams or create intentions. So I think it's a lovely aspect of this planner is that you can choose to do that at any time. You can choose to start it at any time. All right. I think I've talked enough here. So let's jump into the interview. Have a happy, happy new year in 2020, everybody. Peace. Hi, Brianna. Welcome to the Hypnotize Me podcast. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, I'm so happy you're here. I did tell the audience before we started that I have used the dream book for going on my fourth year now. So I really love it. I think it's an absolutely wonderful product. Oh, wonderful. I love hearing that. Yeah. So I want to jump in with how did you think of it? Like, what was the inspiration for it? It really started because my husband, Peter, and I were, you know, I have a skill set around breaking down goals and really planning out my schedule. And it's kind of been something that came pretty naturally to me. But then I also, you know, I think sometimes when something comes naturally to you, you also want to get just better and better at it. Mm -hmm. So I had gotten increasingly good at this from learning all sorts of systems and doing all sorts of different things until I was really quite a good planner. And so my husband, Peter, was um, he had all these dreams and goals like I did and yet was having a hard time like making sure he did the things to get to those. And so we started to do this thing that we called Peter Bootcamp every Monday morning. And we still do it to this day. 
And during that time, I would just help him like prioritize what was important and get it into his calendar. And that's really how it started. But as we were doing that, he started saying to me like, okay, but where are you fitting in? Like moving your body and being with friends and exercising and all these things that also help you feel sane and happy and spacious and peaceful. And so in the end, it ended up being quite a service to both of us. So it became a benefit for both of us to be doing this, to be helping each other in this way. And so we would always be going to little cafes or little restaurants to do this work together. And we would often run into friends and they would say, well, what are you two doing? And we would say, Peter Bootcamp. And of course they'd be like, what does that even mean? You're at a restaurant. Yeah, super cute. <laughs> You're not like doing push-ups here. Um, and so we would explain what we were doing and people kept saying, oh, can we join you? Or can I join you? Can we join you? And I would say, well, no, <laughs> you can't join us because this it takes all my effort to just help Peter with this. So, um, but I did start to think, oh, people really need this. They really need a way of organizing their lives to be able to get what they want out of their lives. And as healthcare practitioners, we really realized too, that so many of our clients were, you know, one of the areas of health that they struggled with was being able to live a life they really wanted to meet their goals, to Mm -hmm. why we decided to create the job. Oh, it's wonderful. It is the only planner I found that, well, I stopped looking in the last couple of years. Also, I have to admit that, right? Because this one's so good. It's like, I don't need another one. But most of them don't include lifestyle things. It's what you're talking about. Like, what kind of life do you want to live? Like, how do you want to transform? It's not just um, business goals, right? Which a lot of planners focus on. Yeah. It's more like, how are you creating space in your life as well? Not just quote unquote, getting done. Right. Yeah. And we really do find that, you know, people, you know, we know all sorts of people and there are people that are really good at like reaching their business goals, or they could set like a number goal for their life, whether that is a number goal around like losing weight or a number goal around, you know, making money or whatever it is, but they don't necessarily know how to keep themselves in check. So they're well back in the other areas feel happy while reaching that goal when they reach that goal. And so we're helping people reevaluate the goals that they're setting, but also how they're going about in those goals. Yes, absolutely. So what were some of the planners you used before you designed this? Because I have the same experience. Like I've been a fantastic planner all my life. And I think the very first one I ever used was Stephen Covey's. So, yeah, I mean, I feel like I've tried a lot of different planners. I think my very first planner was some, you know, knockoff of Stephen Covey or something like that. Mm-hmm. And um, I actually found that planner not that long ago um, at my dad's house when I was home visiting. And just to see like the way that I organized it then is actually not so different. <laughs> it was like very wow. goal oriented, really uh-huh. broke things down. I was just like, wow, it's like something that is like a little ingrained in me, I think. And so it was interesting to see that. And then actually for a long time, I used a planner that my husband made, which was really, really simple. It was actually just mostly big pieces of paper. And he would always go get them like printed and bound that just had the days on them, but were re- had a lot of space. 
They actually look a lot like the weekly planner we use now, just like the top of the day and then a lot of space. He was using that when I met him and I really liked it. So then he started to make them for both of us. So I use that a lot. Um, And then I started to use that in combination with a journal that had like my goals to break them down. And that's really where I was like, well, this doesn't, I mean, it works, but it's not the best solution. It's nice to have your dreams and goals in with the same place where you're planning. And so I was so grateful when we started to create the dream book that I actually had the thing I really wanted as well. Yeah, absolutely. I'm imagining it's gone through a lot of refinement. How long have you been producing it like for sale? So we've been producing it for sale for, I think, five years. So five years. I didn't realize it's that new. Yeah. So we started creating it. Yeah. About then. So we did a Kickstarter to start and, Uh um, it was super fun. Also super stressful. And yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, wow. Kickstarter is a whole thing. So, um, yeah, it was just five years ago. Oh, and have you been surprised about how people use it? Like the different ways? Cause I, I'm just going to give a little background here. I am in the Facebook group, which I find really helpful. Like I'm not a, I would say a heavy participant in there, but I do like to check it from time to time. And I'm so surprised at like all these different ideas that, that people have and ways to use it. So was that a surprise to you as well? It was a surprise to me and also really a delight as well, because we were really clear and that we wanted the book to always feel like that person's as soon as they bought it, you know, as soon as it's in your hands, it's not my thing that you're doing. It's your thing that you're doing. And so it actually is so delightful to me to see the different ways people use it. One of the things I'm most surprised about though, is the amount of stickers people use. I was like, I didn't know this was even a thing that people did. I was like, I was surprised. I was like, I I'm not a sticker person. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. so I was very surprised and I was like, oh, that's a whole thing. I don't know. Yeah. Someone posted one of their pages the other day because from time to time people post pages to show somebody else, like, this is what I do with it. And it was covered with stickers. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, it's so cute, you know? <laughs> so cute. Yeah. yeah. I definitely, um, I do stickers on the front, I would say, like motivational ones. Oh, I love it. That's a great yeah. idea. Yeah. But I don't generally do stickers like inside, you know, like on my weekly pages, but I know a lot of people do. Yeah. Yeah. I did have a question about the, the list. The planners have this list where you can just check these boxes for the week and things on there are like, um, meditate, um, write a friend or call a friend, uh, yoga journal, create some art, I think, I mean, it's a, it's a long list. I'm not going to read them all out, but how did you come up with the list? There were really things that Peter and I were realizing are such essential things for kind of like a well-rounded experience of life that you have time to move your body and that you have time to connect to each other, to yourself, to the earth. And so we really just started to think about the really specific practices in a, like as a broad way as we could. So that they're inclusive, right? One of them is mm-hmm. like give and receive touch. That could be like getting a massage. It could mean like rubbing your partner's feet. It could be holding hands with a friend. You know, it's, it could be a lot of different things, but 
they are the things in life that are so important for our happiness that we can tend to forget to do when we get overly busy. Mm -hmm. There are things we thought, okay, if people inject these things into their life, at least, you know, two or three throughout the week, they're going to have a more of a sense of groundedness and peacefulness and spaciousness in their life. Mm. All right. So it's like essential things for growth and peace. Yeah. And they're really things that I feel like make it so that your life isn't just about getting, 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 getting goals, getting things, getting, you know, it's about also like, how do we change that to be like, let's be in a like thriving mode in our life where we're really actually engaged with what's currently happening. And these things really help us do that. Yes. Got it. Okay. When I'm thinking about the list right now, it is an exchange. Many of them are an exchange. Right, mm-hmm. like it's giving too. It's not just receiving. So yeah, you know, calling a friend or or how or serving your community is on there, yeah. and I think they're wonderful for just like little. I use them as little reminders. Right. Yeah. Like, oh, yes, absolutely. Doing that this week, serving my community, and doing this, and you know, yes, I think I have time for art this week, so I'm going to create some art. So you know, little checks like that. So I really like them. But yeah, I wanted to know the origin of those. So the other question I have is about the forgiveness part. So Mm -hmm. how did this come about? Because I think that's really unusual to find in any kind of planner. Like you can read books and books about forgiveness specifically, right? But to work it into your week, to work it into your life and on a daily basis, really. um, I love the sentence. I think it is, who are you going to forgive this week? Is that the mm-hmm. sentence? Yeah. And I see people change it too. I do want to tell the listeners, um, some people in the group, they change it to, oh, I can't remember off the top of my head, but I know for weeks, for me, I changed it to who I have compassion for. Mm. But like, I don't really need to forgive anyone this week. Like, I feel good. You know, there's really, it's clean, right? <laughs> but, um <laughs> But there's always room for compassion mm-hmm. in my life, I feel like. So how did that come about, that one? Yeah. So that was actually something that we changed last year that we added. And it really came about because when we've been working with people and just seeing like where is like there a lot of contraction in our life? Where do people get stuck? Where do people pull back? Where do people stop themselves? And I would say the one of the most rudiest places that I see in that for almost everyone is non-forgiveness. Mm-hmm. And it's often non-forgiveness of ourselves. I'd say more often than not, that's the case, but it can be non-forgiveness of others as well. And it's something that keeps us so stuck when we are holding grievances against others. It's almost impossible to become fully expanded in our lives when we are holding grievances against others. We've basically put ourselves in a prison with them or with ourselves when we decide that that's how we're going to spend our lives. And so just knowing that, you know, I've done a ton of forgiveness work in my life and still pretty much every week, if I really think about it, I can find a place that has like a slight 
holding of a grievance. Mm. And just bringing my awareness there to open that up allows me to be so much more free in my life to live it fully. And yes. so that's really why we put it in there. We actually considered like, oh, should we just do this quarterly or, you know, mm-hmm. just do it like once a year or once a month. And when we really came down to it, we thought, you know, if, if Peter and I both feel like every week we have somebody that we could forgive, even if that person is almost always ourselves, then we feel like it's a really useful thing for probably most people. And, you know, I would say that I, I find that people that really do it um, end up understanding it. And then of course there are people that want to change it. And I'm like, well, it's your book. You change it to whatever you want. I don't mind. Yes. So, yeah. and I, but I do think that there is a useful place to come into that just like to look at like, where are their contractions? Where are their grievances that are still being heavy in our, in your life? Yes, absolutely. That's a really lovely origin of it, I find, hearing you talk about it. Because definitely in my work as a hypnosis specialist, as a psychotherapy specialist, it is absolutely something that affects people's emotional and physical health Mm -hmm. when they are holding on to it. And some of the work of therapy, not all of it, but some of it is around how do you let go of that? anger? How do you let go of these feelings? How do you let go of resentment so that you heal and you feel better in your life? Yeah. Makes a huge difference. I see. Yeah. And I would imagine you see that show up. Um, do you still do massage currently? I know you have a history. You I used to. don't do massage anymore. I, I went on a sabbatical I don't know what to call it oh when you like uh-huh. I, when I had my first daughter who, who's now 12 uh-huh. I was like I'm going on maternity leave and people were like are you ever coming back I'm like no <laughs> I'm never coming back <laughs> but I imagine when you were doing massage in in Peter's practice as a traditional Chinese medicine doctor you probably saw it in people's bodies oh, when yes. they're holding you know, holding feelings, holding anger, holding resentment, all of those. Oh, yeah. I mean, and I do now energy work with people. And it's one of the things I still see come up with people, you know, that feeling of holding on and it can really affect our fields. It can affect our bodies. It affects our minds greatly. I mean, I really see it as like one of like the like kind of, you know, rocks that need to be addressed in our lives. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Thanks for sharing that. Could you tell the listeners some of the amazing stories that you've heard from people using the planner in their lives? Yeah. This is the thing that Peter and I are always like the most amazed by is all of the crazy stories that we hear. People are like, this is why this is happening for me. People starting businesses and creating successful businesses actually very quickly, which is always really impressive to me because usually it takes such a long time. Um, But just seeing people really using it, using the system and creating amazing businesses. I've seen people who have really started to work on healing their relationships, which is not something I almost expected at all from this, but it's almost always how it goes. Like Peter and I create all sorts of work. And one of the main things that 
we see when people start to do their work is that relationships start to heal. And I'm always so impressed and so happy by that. So seeing that happening and people retiring early, which I was also really amazed by people getting completely out of debt in like nine months where they thought that that would just never happen. We've had um, people who have um, like finished their PhD, like gone back to school, finished their PhD that they had like quit doing came back, finished her PhD, and now we're in that like work now doing that. It's so, I mean, so many things. And I just like love going into the Facebook group and hearing people's stories and people write to us a lot too, to just say like, this has really changed my life. I feel happier, more productive. A lot of people have really addressed their health issues using the book too. I think maybe because of Peter, my background. Yeah, that's definitely been the case for me. I had some health conditions, a couple of health conditions this year that I had to figure out. And it definitely helped me do that of saying, okay, this is the doctor appointment you're going to make this week. This is the research you're going to do. You know, this is the um, person you're going to talk to. Absolutely. Yeah. Really? Yeah. It's amazing. I love hearing that. And I just think it's like about this feeling of feeling like I get to choose my life actually. And I'm going to be really engaged. And that's the thing that I see more than anything with people that really use it is that they get really engaged in their lives. And so, yeah, I, all sorts of amazing stories. It's my favorite thing. I just love to hear what people do. It's so cool. Yes. Yeah. And I know there's people in the Facebook group that have shared that they got in a cancer diagnosis mm. and they come in and they say, um, you know, I don't know how to plan past this year, actually, or five years, forget it, you know, <laughs> like that you'll hear those type of things. And I'm always amazed at the support that they get from people mm-hmm. in terms of generating ideas and brainstorming and saying, okay, you know, I used this to get through my cancer treatments last year and this is what helped me, you know, like, yes, focused on just this week, that's okay. So I really love the freedom aspect of it as well and the support aspect. Yeah. yeah. I always say to people, it is the sweetest community you'll ever meet. Like people are so nice to each other, so uplifting, so kind. It's really so impressive to me. They are. They really are. So we are getting near the end of our time. Can you please tell people how to find the planner and how to order one? Yeah, you can go to dreambook.vision and you'll be able to see everything there and you'll be able to see the 2020 book there. Um, We also have our undated books there and our program. So everything you need is there. And I did want to let people know that there's an undated one so that you can buy this planner like any time of the year which I love. Okay. I, I use the undated one and I dated every single week, but I love that. Yeah. Yeah. People can jump in anytime. Yeah. I love it too. I use the undated one for like the first two years and now I use the dated one, but it's, yeah, it's so, it's so great to be able to start whenever you want. Yes. Was that a decision that like evolved out of people asking for that or how did it come about? We actually always had the undated one. And a big part of it was just because, you know, I also think that like the time that we decide to start our year is just so weird and like random. 
I'm like, why? It's <laughs> true. It's like not even at the beginning of a season. I'm like, come on, get it together, world. So, um, I because I feel that way, I was like, well, we should definitely have an undated one. You know, like I think like the Jewish New Year, Rosh Hashanah, that's like a much more normal time to start a new year to me. Yeah. Or even yeah. Chinese New Year, which is a little bit later. I don't know. There's a lot of good times, even your birthday. So I just because I feel like it's such a weird time, I thought, well, other pro- people probably think it's a weird time to start planning too. And I just absolutely <laughs> that's fantastic. I absolutely agree with you. So thank you so much for being on the podcast and talking about the planner today. Thank you so much for having me. It's been so fun. I hope you truly enjoyed today's episode. Remember that you can get free hypnosis downloads over at my website, drlizhypnosis.com, D-R-L-I-Z hypnosis.com. I work all over the world doing hypnosis. So if you're interested in working with me, please schedule a free consultation over at my website and we'll see what your goals are and if I can be of service to you in helping you reach them. Finally, if you liked today's episode, please subscribe to the podcast or tell a friend. That way more and more people learn about the power of hypnosis.